Welcome back to another episode of The Levelheads, everybody. I am one of your hosts, Mike Conley, with Greenside Design Build. I'm Zane Ellis with Collective Build Company. I'm Jamie Verdure with Verdure Construction. And this week, we have Casey Knips from True Fit Carpentry. Casey hails out of Minneapolis. He's a trim carpenter in that area. We talk about his stint with the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. And we also ask him if he would rather have no knees or no elbows. And you'd be pretty surprised by his response. Let's get into it. Brought to you by Anderson Windows and Doors. Anderson makes an amazing window and door. We've got several of them in our projects. I know each of us use their, use their products. Uh, their product is incredible. Their service is incredible. Uh, at least around here, they have the best service around Knoxville, Tennessee. If you have a problem, they will come out, they'll replace it, they'll fix it, they'll do whatever they do to take care of it. But just working with them is amazing. Uh, they've got an amazing product. We uh, just put in last year some A-Series that are the best looking windows I've ever seen. So check them out, Anderson Windows and Doors, A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N, Anderson Windows and Doors. All right, let's get going. We're with Casey Knips. The K I've just learned is not silent from <laughs> True Fit Carpentry at Minneapolis, Minnesota. Casey, what's up? Not too much. Sure. What's happening? Thanks for having me on, guys. Welcome to the level. Yeah, absolutely. The most professional, the most professional yeah, podcast you will ever be on. Not. <laughs> He's like that's a that's a high bar. Yeah. I like it. No pressure. Is it? <laughs> no pressure. Yes. So Casey, we know where you're from. You're from Minnesota. Tell us what you do. Uh so I just started my own finished carpentry business uh in March. Nice. Nice. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. Um I was an employee for my first 12 years. And then it was finally the right time to start my own thing. I've wanted to do it for a while and <laughs> wife pushed me into it. So it was, uh, it's worked out great. What made it the right time for you? Uh, I mean, I understand that's different for everybody, but what made it the right time for you? I don't know. I, I put it off for years and yeah. years that I, I was with my first company for almost 10 years. And then it just got to a point that it just wasn't working out for me. And then I went to another company and that didn't work out either. And I just finally realized that I just did not like being an employee anymore. Yeah. And I just really wanted to make a name for myself. I wanted to make the mistakes. Like I want it to be on me. I don't want to, I want to set, you know, set my own schedule. Like if I bid a job wrong, like that's on me and I'll learn from it. What's wrong with yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's probably a few things wrong with me, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just something I've, I've wanted to do. I've wanted to have create my own thing. And, mm. um, yeah, it just was right time. My last company I worked with, I told them, um, Hey, I'm, I want to start my own company. And, uh, I gave them like a two months kind of heads up. And then I found out like a couple weeks later, they were running out of work for me. So then it kind of worked out pretty well for both of us. So it was kind of, so, um, so 
Yeah, I work great. So the previous no... company was obviously a trim carpentry company. What type of work did they do? Is it different from what you do now? Is it pretty much the same? Have you leveled up or what does that look like? Um, not necessarily like they did nice work, but it was mainly modern. Um, mm. and I was with them for a year and a half. Great company, very nice people. It just, like I said, I was wanting yeah. to start my own thing. So yeah. the, um, yeah, it was mainly, I've just been doing only trim for the last two and a half years. My first 10, 11 years in, I was a remodeling carpenter. So I did, I started off doing demo, um, framing wow. and finish. So it wasn't, I finally realized that I wanted to start my own company, but I did not, at least right now, like I, I do not want to have employees. I find that starting off, that would be pretty stressful for me. So it would be, I really like finished carpentry and finished carpentry is something that I can do myself. I don't need a crew. Um, I'm a bigger guy. I can handle eight O doors. Um, I can do a lot of faux beams, like long lengths of material. Like, so it just has worked out well for me. No employees. That sounds like somebody else I know. You guys know anybody else like that? I do. I do have employees, Zane. I do have employees. I'm going to beat that dead horse. <laughs> so Casey, so you're, so you're a, you're a solo. No. Yeah, it, you're a one man, sh- one man show. Yeah, so far, and not to say down the line, I won't have employees. Um, but as of now, I just, I want to be by myself. Um, but the level of jobs that I want to do, I found out really quickly going my own that I, I can't just go to a GC and be like, yep, I'll do like all the trim in this house because it's going to take me myself way too long. Like it's not going to work for their schedule. So I've actually been teaming up with, um, several other guys oh, that are nice. single owner operators that have their own trim carpentry bit like and will go in That's and interesting. yeah so it's it's been great you get to work with other like-minded yeah. people we're similar age we love what we do um let's get it it's it's been let's fun get into that a little it's bit. march it is who makes the calls in that situation um it depends like usually the uh, it's still pretty new. Yeah. Um, but usually like the person who gets the call from that GC, like they're the ones that will kind of run the show kind of running the show. Um, but we're all at like very similar skill sets. So you still, you bounce opinions off each other. Like, uh, so far it's been very smooth. I've had no, no regrets. It's been nice because you're able to work on, a bigger house with and a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. And when you're three guys, it's a lot easier to sell. So how do you split it up? Cause like you take yeah. this floor, I take this floor or do you say, all right, you do all the doors and I'll, ca- I'll do all the casing and base and I'll do the ceilings or how does, how do you break it up? Who does what? Uh, well the last job that I teamed up with two other guys and I did all the doors and those other two guys did all the windows, cased openings, um, had some like white oak 
tongue groove accent walls. Um, so we, we just kind of picked, I mean, I really do enjoy setting doors. Um, but they, uh, I'm not a huge fan of scribing baseboard. It's a long ways down for me. So they, Hello. they scribe baseboard. Ah, uh, so, six, eight. Holy cow. Gosh. You're a door. You're literally yeah. a door. Yeah. 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 A ladder for the eight foot crown, man. It's good to go. I know that's, uh, my wife joked with me that, uh, coming up with company names, it's just like no ladders construction or something. <laughs> Six eight, that's pretty tall. So you're it has uh, its advantages, but when you hit your head on a six eight doorway, yeah. it is uh not fun. You're a trim carpenter. <laughs> you're a trim carpenter that dwarfs framing carpenters, yeah. right? You ever see the the thing with a <laughs> so I wanna yeah, get back, a... I wanna get back to the three I mean, what keeps you guys from just saying this is what we're gonna do? Uh I don't know. It, it might get to that point, but right now it's just nice to have options. Sure. And we each, like when, when I first started my business, I had some homeowner jobs. I had some couple random things. And then we got our foot in the door for this really well-known builder in the area. And it worked out well for us to say, yep, we're going to do this. And even right now, those two same guys I'm with on this current job, um, huge house. There's like, 10 trim carpenters on site Mm -hmm. and you know it's not like we're doing the same thing on every single job we can just um we pick and choose it's nice some days you know they're setting doors with me and we're doing casing so far and um yeah still it's uh hoping it lasts quite a few years but it's still refining that process is it a a bid price that you guys kind of divvy up three ways or do you uh, the first one we did was bid and that we based on hours. So we, mm. ca- we, uh, kept track of all of our hours and then it was just a certain dollar amount per hour. And then we divvied up that way. Some guys, um, you know, we have kids sometimes the work schedule, you can only work so many hours in a day and you make it up other days. So it's, it's based on that. And that went pretty well. And the one we're at right now is all time and materials. So we're just keeping track of hours and, um, that one's going to last through the end of the year. It's a big trim job. Did you have a good relationship with these guys before you started doing this? Yeah. For us to keep up with hours and time and materials and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. I trust these guys. They, um, the second company after I left my first company that I was with for almost 10 years, these two guys I worked with at this company. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had known them for a handful of months. Um, and then we kept in touch while I went to another company and then it just worked well. The other two guys went off, um, by themselves, had their own company. And yeah, like I said, it's, it's been really nice so far. I mean, selfishly as a, as a contractor, if I'm building a big custom house and I can get, two other guys with your same skill set, I'm calling you, you know, yeah. I don't have to worry about it. You know, usually, usually for, you know, my trim guy has a couple of guys that set doors and a guy that runs crown and then kind of a guy that can do 
all that stuff. And then he does like the stairs and the built-ins himself. But if yep. he, you know, but if he's going to leave something to the other guys, he's not, they're not as skilled as he is, you know, so if they're going to do the stairs or if like the catch all guy is going to do the stairs, I don't want that guy to do the stairs. I'd rather wait on Scott to do it. You know, like I want Scott to do the stairs. But if you're all three yeah. at the same level and you can all kind of interchange, I mean, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, there are things that each of us do, like some things that I do that are better than what they do, but then they do things that are better than what I can do. Like all the sure. high up stuff. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, you know, we each have our strong points. Um, yeah. Looking forward to see where it's going to be at in the future. Like, you know, I look at what Spencer does and a one man show trimming all those houses. Like I find that very impressive. Yeah. Um, but like we can't up here in this market, that would be very, very difficult for a one man show. You know, he's got his systems down, hope to get to that point someday. Um, but it's been very slick working with, other people and then you don't have employees that you have to worry about constantly you know making sure they get paid and the work keeps coming um so yeah i um it's worked out well for us who are some of the builders you work for out there give them a little shout out um yeah the first one that we worked with was hendel homes oh yeah they Um, they do nice stuff yeah yeah very nice very nice people to work with very nice homes. Um, and then the builder we're at now is Steiner and Koppelman. Um, and just working on a very large, like I think it's 20,000 square foot house right now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So like, that's the biggest, biggest one I've ever worked on by far. Uh, and it's a whole other level. How many doors, how many Uh, doors are in that house? Um, 200 almost wow. 100 oh it's not a lot of doors for 100 doors it's a not that size it's not too bad but 100, 100 doors, doors is still quite a few doors yeah, i like mike's like i'm up i'm not impressed <laughs> 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 i would think that a house that size would have more doors i guess the rooms are just big yeah uh, rooms are pretty big but there's like I think they told us it was like two miles of crime. Wow. Oh, oh my god! Now that's a good stat. Uh, which is pretty daunting. Um, yeah, but when you're six eight, but, you just stand on the ground and you just uh, walk down the wall, right? That's probably tall. You know, it's great when they're eight, yeah. nine foot ceilings, but when they're nine and a half, ten yeah. foot, I need a, at least yeah. a little step stool. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's pretty tall. Tall walls in that one. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. My trim guy's my height. I'm. Five nine, so I mean, we're getting on a step stool if they're you know seven foot ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> that is daunting, though. A house that size, you said you're oh going to be gosh. there till the end That's of the year. Like, wow, that is trim. Just must yeah. be incredible in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, lot of trim. Um, but it's us three, and then there's like a trim uh, subcontractor that they have. I. I don't even know how many guys they have, but on this house, they have at least five. So what do they do? Or six. They do a um, little bit of everything. They set cabinets, crown. I mean, there's so much of this that everyone, you just pick and choose. You pick a room, 
and you complete it so that painters, painters can get in there yeah. and yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Wow. I love that. Wow. So that so you guys are just the specialty the specialty guys there or just everybody's doing everything? Um we especially since we've worked with this builder before that we've just developed that relationship. It's a little bit easier for him to go through these like higher end details with us rather than relying on a trim subcontractor. Yeah. So we are more than likely going to do like the more specialty Mm -hmm. things in the house. Um, And that's what we want to do because that's, you know, especially just for personally for myself, I want to focus on specialty millwork and just things that others, um, don't have the time for or the patience for. Yeah. Do you have um, your own, do you have your own shop or do you just do everything on site or? Uh, I have my own shop. Um, it's an oversized two stall garage. Yeah. Um, hopefully I have a bigger shop in the future, but most of it's done on site. Yeah. What do you do in the shop? Built-ins? Uh, it's a, normally not built-ins. Honestly, the, our, Camden installers usually handle those. And right mm-hmm. now, like this builder that we're working with, they have their own cabinet shop. So they build all their own cabinets and then we install them. Um, so just odds and ends is what I use my shop for. I think the last big project I did was I made some floating maple stair treads and just milled everything up in my oh, shop, cool. did everything and then brought it to site and cut it to length and fit it. Yeah. That's cool. So you, uh, you're in Minnesota. Did you grow up there or where, where'd you grow up or? Yeah, I grew up in Southwest Minnesota, a tiny town, about 1200 people. So 1200 people total, 1200 people total. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What was your high school like? Um, I graduated with like 33 people. (laughs) Um, so it's, it was a pretty big shock. Like my wife got accepted into grad school at the time. So we moved up here and yeah, quite a bit different from small town. What I was used (laughs) to. Yeah. Wait, your wife got, got into grad school when you graduated high school. Is that what you said? No, like, um, (laughs) after, (laughs) No, yeah, she's not going to like that. Time. <laughs> I'm clarify this here. I missed. No, no. We uh, grew up in Minnesota, but we both went to South Dakota State. Ah, okay. Uh, and then it was right after okay. right after college that um, uh, even the college town that we went to wasn't that big, you know. And then we moved up to Minneapolis. We're hundreds of thousands of people and just quite a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier so you, you played football. So you played football for in, in college. Is that right? Or yeah, yeah, I had a scholarship. I Ooh. played football for South Dakota State. Um, six eight. You were pro- you were probably the punter. Huh? <laughs> yeah, six eight. Yeah. <laughs> if I said yes, yeah, wouldn't... <laughs> so what if I was? No, I was definitely. Definitely was, not the punter. I was going to say, although that does sound nice. <laughs> yeah, the punters do got a good, don't they? <laughs> yes. Never, never get hit. You know. No. Just kick yeah. Off, run off the field. 
Yeah. Defensive end. No, I, no, I've, um, I was offensive line. I was going to say, I was offensive lineman. Yeah. I was quite a bit bigger. I played college. Like, I mean, I graduated high school at like 290 pounds. I mean, I've always, I've always been a big guy and then played college. And then I was a free agent for the Arizona Cardinals, um, which was fun, but I got cut right before the season. So I never got to play like a, a game. But really? It's still pretty yeah. cool though. That is really cool. Yeah. It was fun. It was very fun while it lasted. And I, I'm happy to walk away with zero injuries, no concussions, no bad knees, nothing. Uh, I wish it would have lasted a little bit longer, but I mean, I played when I was in Arizona, I got up to like 335 Damn. pounds cool. and, uh, but I, I played with a guy that he was my height. He was six, eight, but he was four fifteen. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And by the time when I met him, he lost weight and he got down to like three sixty five. And it's just like the largest human being uh, yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he would run. And I was like, how are you running that fast? Like, that's not, it's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Those that's... pro athletes are another level. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool though, that you even got the opportunity. I mean, ask me how many games I played yeah, in the NFL. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, double yeah, digits. Yeah. What do we say? What do yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. And like I said, I got cut. I was with them for four, five, six months. Uh, met some really nice guys. Got cut right before the season. And yeah, that's pretty much when I got a later start in carpentry than I wanted to. But it was fun playing college football and then trying to get to the NFL. That was my next question. So did you have a background in this at all? Or did you just, how did you discover this? you know, what you are doing now? Um, we had at the time, one of the like best high school woodworking shops in mm -hmm. the state. Uh, -huh. uh, and that's where I just, I, when I first started out, I didn't know I was going to get into carpentry, but I just loved working with my hands. Mm. Uh, there was something about it. I think back to like eighth or ninth grade making we had to make like a bridge out of like popsicle sticks and i don't know something it's the weirdest thing something just clicked and i was like this is really yeah. fun yeah. and then freshman year you're able to build projects you build one a year and i had you get an hour a day and each year you just you up the you know complexity your level your yeah. Yeah, the technical difficulty of it. And I mean, by my senior year, I think I was in shop four hours a day. I had you know, a teacher's assistant and then study. Like I would go down there all the time. And it was, I knew I just, I wanted to build anything with my hands. And then when I went to, I was originally going to go to like a two-year and do like a carpentry school, just like a two-year program. Um but my mom definitely said no to that. She wanted me to get a four-year degree. So I ended up um, going to South Dakota State mainly for football, but it's one of the main or one of the few colleges around the area that had construction management degrees. 
So I've got construction management major, business minor. Um, but to tell you the truth, I don't use, it was more geared towards commercial. So I don't really use much of that anymore. Yeah. But it was, um, you learn a little bit about estimating plan reading. Um, but going towards that commercial side, I knew I, that was not for me. Yeah. Um, and then I, um, I didn't work at all during college cause you worked out all the time. So I never had a carpentry job when I was in college and I just did like two years of, um, helping a small town construction company in high school. And we did everything shingling. We did some concrete frame, like you did everything. And it was just, it was fun. And like, I'm the typical guy. I, I grew up, I watched this old house, new Yankee workshop, like loved it. And then I, it was very, it was clear to me at a very young age. Like I knew I wanted like there's nothing else that I should be doing right now. So this your dream it. was carpentry. There's... Your dream wasn't football. <laughs> no, you learn like football's great. I'm not gonna lie. He's like, come on, <laughs> come on. It, it'd be a little, it'd be a little bit different if I would have made it longer. Yeah. yeah, of course. And you know, if you're in it, I can't remember what it is. Like four or five years, then you get like a certain amount of money guaranteed every year for the rest of your life. Ah. And maybe that would have changed my outlook. Um, but I don't think it would have, honestly. There's just something about building something with your hands. And at the end of the day, you stand back and you look at it. And you're like, yeah, I did that. It's yeah. just very gratifying. Yeah. So your your first exposure to all this was in high school in shop class. Do you know if your high school still has that shop class or has it been canceled? Uh, as far as I know, they still have it, but it's way less. It's not as many tools. Um, it's definitely not as involved as it was when I was um, in high school. Yeah, that's it. Why are these schools canceling these these shop classes and stuff? I don't know. Nobody's signing up for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, they're trying really hard out here to get it back. Yeah, my kid, um, they had a, he had a welding class. He loves it. He's in his third. This will be his third year. He's going to be doing it. This this junior year really? he brings some little projects well he loves yeah. welding yeah then keep him in it i mean he can do yeah. what he wants to do but it's nice that they at least get exposed to it yeah but he's he's into it yeah i couldn't even find a welder out yeah. there <laughs> i couldn't i, mean, I needed one a couple months ago the, and i couldn't yeah, find they're one. hard to find that's part of the yeah. problem what we're we're all facing is because they're not exposed yeah. to it young enough in school yeah yeah where I went, uh, Casey was kind of the same situation as you. We had a great, uh, so my high school is kind of the hub of like this, this area of town's vocational school. And they had a great vocational school. Um, uh, they had like building trades class. They had a, a woodworking class and they were all great. And the teacher retired and kids just stopped signing up for it. And now most of it is just kind of dead and you know, and now everybody's yeah. trying to get them back yeah. into the it. The trouble they're and, having is finding the right yeah. teachers. You know, you got to find guys who have yes. some experience, and yep. then you know, usually it's the teachers that That's are yep. coming out of college and have it. You know, so you yeah. these older guys. Who this are this guy was like, 
this guy had a past, and he was the wrestling coach too. <laughs> he, was, he was the what? The, the wrestling, wrestling coach. <laughs> we call it wrestling down here in Tennessee. It's slightly different yeah. than wrestling, just yeah. a little bit. Uh, in Tennessee, it's wrestling. <laughs> our our my, my, the mayor of my county used to be used to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> oh gee. I'm not kidding. Do you remember? Did anybody ever watch WWF? Yeah. You remember yeah. Kane that wore yeah. the mask? It's the mayor of Kane's my county. Mayor? <laughs> That's awesome. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, There's the a governor, t-shirt. the governor of Minnesota, used to be a professional wrestler. Yeah, Jesse, yeah, Jesse, yeah. Jesse, yeah. Jesse yeah. No, there's the t-shirt shop like that makes funny t-shirts around here and. They made one that says, our mayor can beat up your mayor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, anyway, I digress. It's not as as prevalent at our schools. Like, I mean, almost the same thing. But now they're trying to like, well, what program can we start to get kids back involved? And it's like, well, how about you just stop supporting it in the first place? You know, so that's what we're trying to do now. We're trying to save all these all these industries that they neglected yeah. and now we're trying to play catch it's hard to it get it back started off the ground yep for sure yep. yeah I, I hope they bring it back because being exposed to it at such a young age it was made a big difference at least yeah. for me yeah yeah and you and you know i think at least this is what i tell you know this is what i tell i've got a 13 year old son um about to be 14 and he's like well i don't like that or i don't like that and you know, you never know. And it's like, well, you don't know what you don't know. You know, unless you're exposed to these things or have any experience in these things, you really don't know what you don't know. How many kids are not going into the trades that would be, you know, a future Casey or a future Jamie, God forbid, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, how many, how many kids would end up going into the industry that would, that would have been legends if they'd just been exposed yep. to it, you know, because yeah. But you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, so that's what I always try to tell him. You got to try to expose yourself to everything at this age because you don't know what's going to no. light your fire. Well, that's why I'm, you know, I'm kind of impressed that he comes home and he's so fired up about the welding. He doesn't show much interest in coming out to work with us, which is fine. Yeah, no problem. It's here if he wants to come out and try yeah. it out when he's ready. But he comes home with the project sure. that he welded and he's been welding it for the last three weeks. Brings it home and he's you can tell he's proud of it. He's into it. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So that's great. Casey, when things didn't work out with the Cardinals, did you immediately go and think this is what I want to do? Or did you, you know, how did that come about? Uh, I know I spent a few months, I went back home and like, I grew up on a farm. So I went back, helped my dad on the farm. uh, And that's when my then girlfriend, now wife, um, got accepted your former uh, high school teacher? Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she got accepted uh, at the University of Minnesota up here, then I found a company, um, drove up to the cities, interviewed, got hired on, and like a couple weeks later, we moved up there, started my first job, and that first one lasted about f- four or five months. And even though I didn't have much experience in construction at the time, I knew very, I found out very quick, like this was not, not, it was a little shady 
to be honest. <laughs> like some of the things that he was wanting to do is like, I don't think that's right. Yeah. Um, so I ended up quitting that job. And then, man, I think I was unemployed for like a month. And I was emailing and calling every, like I would search all different companies around the cities. And I think I kept track. I emailed around like a hundred different companies and less than 10 responded. Oh my gosh. And then of that 10, I think three or four, I went in for an interview. And then one of them was like, yep, we'll hire you on. We'll start off at like two weeks and we'll go from there. And then I was with them for nine and a half, almost 10 years. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. So that, yeah. Yeah. That worked out great. Learned a lot of things at that first company. Um, so you mentioned that was, yeah, I mean, that was a remodeling company. So you, you did a lot of like framing and you said roofing and just kind of bits of everything. Uh, that we, uh, had roofing subcontractors. Um, but we did. Say, can you imagine somebody his size on a roof crawling up to <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I might have to pass on that just for my, for my back really? alone. Um, but yeah, mainly demo the framing, like we'd frame two story additions, but then people, we'd have drywall subcontractors come in, flooring subcontractors, mm-hmm. and then we would install all the trim, do punch list. Uh, so most, yeah, it was all, great. yeah, it was, it was all residential remodeling. Uh, it was fun. Got to, it was mainly older houses. So like you'd work on some that are like 1910, 1920. And then you find like taking the building, taking, um, each project, you take the walls down and you see how they yeah. used to do it. And you learn very quick, like what worked and what right. did not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually a great um, education doing demo. See how yeah. all things are done right and how they're done yeah, just wrong. Just tying in a remodel work yep. to yep. learn how to make things work right because you got this old building that's not quite perfect. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I tell everybody the best thing they can do is either start there or start in warranty. If you can figure out what went wrong, then you can figure out how to put it back right. You know. Yeah. And then you start. Yeah. You start better off on the front end. So yeah, that was probably a great way to get going. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I learned a learned a lot of things at that company and I was there for uh I was it, like year six or seven we got a um set of plans that or my boss had me come in looking at the set of plans and there was a curved staircase and he was like hey can you build this and I was like I've never built anything like that but I'd like to try wow. and I'm very <laughs> I'm very happy that he he let me build it and I figured it out and I built everything on site in this very small entryway and this curved staircase that was to this date, the, I haven't had that much fun in a long time. Like that was very challenging, very rewarding. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, it was, um, that worked on that. Um, like I said, got done with that job, tried a couple other companies, but then figured out it was just something on my end. They were great companies to work for. It's just, it wasn't working for me anymore. And as of March, I, um, I have my own company and so far, knock on wood, things are 
going yeah. very well. What to say about that That's next good. challenge? Because right. I get you know, yeah. burned out, but it kind so of you've been a, yeah. Because sometimes it gets too easy. I'm always turned on by the new big hard job, something that's new to build that we haven't done before. It's always fun. Yeah, no, I, I agree. agree. There, yeah, I mean, there's something I haven't. I lost a lot of sleep during that project because you just you're constantly second guessing yourself. Like I've never done this before. Am I doing this right? And you try to read as many books yeah. as you can. I was very thankful, like to be able to talk to some very talented people on Instagram and get some tips and tricks that helped quite a bit. And it is, I just love a challenging project to mm -hmm. really wrap your head around it is, you know, it's very fun. It's not just hanging a door, doing a cased opening. It's something that challenges you. I'd so, say all of us are probably similar in that. Like I can't imagine any, any of us, somebody being like, can you do this? I can't imagine any of us being like, nope. I think all of us, whether they knew it or not, all of us would probably be like, are you kidding? Of course I could do that. And then like in your brain, like you can't do this. Yeah. no. <laughs> and then you're going to figure it out. I mean, at least that's me. Like that's how I ended up with Ooh. my first big custom. It was like, we want to hire you to do this. I'd be like, of course you do. And I'd be like, Oh shit. Like I'm barely starting my business. Can we do this? <laughs> but I, you know, but we figured it out well, on the way down, you know. Fake it till you make it. Well, that's where you yep. learn the most. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So but Casey, that's how I feel like you change, you know, I feel like that's how you change, you know, yourself in the process. And like, you know, you grow and you change and you become kind of a leader in, in your industry as you accept those challenges and you step up to them rather than be like, sorry, that's just not what I do, you know. So I, I respect, I respect that a lot. Hey, I mean, you never know if you at least have to try it once yep. and then you could realize like, Oh, I'm never yep. doing that again. <laughs> or you could, it's a whole nother skill set. You're like, yep, yep, that I will do that. Yeah. Was, I mean, I to me, I'm again. like, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> that, was, that was my last basement. <laughs> pour. We, were, we were pouring, we were about halfway through and I was like, yep, never doing one this big again. <laughs> Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back off that gas pedal a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, Casey, yeah, I mean, what, it can go what, pretty bad. But Casey, what do you find the worst part of trim carpentry to be? Like, what do you mm -hmm. hate the most, or what's the the thing that you just dread doing? Or baseboard? Um, <laughs> it's got to be scribing base, right? <laughs> it's got to be scribing base uh, before. It's yeah. miserable. I mean that that's up there. And you're six honestly. eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean uh, that's up there. But for me, it's um, I'm not a big fan of just being on a job site for a few days. Like the tooling in and tooling out. Oh yeah, is can and some of these job sites, it's not like you can pull up to the front right. door. Mm -hmm. it, ah, like yeah. that just does not happen. So you're parking a block, two blocks away. Or if you're lucky, you can get up close and jump dump tools. But uh, being in finished carpentry and trying to do the more specialty items, like I find myself carrying, like I unload everything mm -hmm. because you yeah. never know what you're going to get into. And it it's a lot. I mean, it takes at least an hour, yeah. at least. And then if you're going up to the second or third floor, like it takes even longer. So for me, it's just doing those jobs that take a few days. Like I'd rather be on a job for at least a few weeks. Then you can leave your tools on site. 
Yeah. But there's not any aspect of finished carpentry that like I would not do. I mean, I find it all uh, even pretty even enjoyable, pocket doors? honestly. Even uh, pocket doors. Even pocket doors. <laughs> you know what? It's he's like, you know what? You changed it, my mind. That's the one. <laughs> it's it's funny because I hear a lot of people say like I hate po- like I hate pocket doors. Every trim them. carpenter I've ever met in my life hates pocket doors. No, I, I might be like the oddball. <laughs> I enjoy pocket doors, Masochist. but mainly if I can set the track. Yeah. I was. I, yeah. I was. If I can set the track, and if it's a good one, I. It, if, yes, <laughs> if I can set the track and I have control over it, it goes much smoother. But if you're relying on somebody else, then it can get uh, a little frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. The framer. Uh, typically framers <laughs> install the tracks around here and like, what it, the hell yeah. <laughs> it's mainly, they, they do a, you know, for the most part, they do a pretty good job of getting the tracks level from point to point, but you find out that it just follows the header. If the mm-hmm. header's slightly bowed, like they usually don't yeah. shim them straight. And on an eight Oh door, if you're just a little bit off, that makes a yep. big difference. Mm-hmm. But then you also have, you know, by the time they set the tracks to when you install the doors, that's a usually a long time and everything yep. settles. And your once perfectly level and straight track is not that anymore. So you just, each job, each one's different. You kind of roll with the punches. Yeah. 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 Nobody likes pocket doors, but. <laughs> Architect love them. <laughs> Except architects <laughs> and pocket door manufacturers. Yeah. i tell you what, I yeah. put one in one time after I was a builder and I never bought a shitty pocket door frame again. <laughs> oh yeah. They're the worst. I was like, yeah, well, I, I know what they're all talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on this current job that we're at, they use the uh, HD pocket doors. Yeah, we do too. And they're, very very nice yeah to be like they are in my opinion worth the money worth every penny it's just they really are if you have to warrant one then you realize they're worth the money (laughs) oh yeah it's just hard that i've figured out over the years it's hard to get a homeowner to accept that increase in price like it's a lot of money some of these houses have 10 plus pocket doors yeah and you know, these, tra- these tracks and kits are not inexpensive. Like they're pretty expensive, but they, yeah. in the long run, well, they are I just tell great them to what, work with. I just tell the, yep. the clients what cousin Johnny says. If you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. <laughs> and then they usually buy. <laughs> and it always works. It always works. <laughs> it sounds well, better I- with, it sounds better with an Irish accent, but you get my there. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I always uh I had this really terrible job where I had a pocket door sliding in between like a bathroom and and then a closet was on the other side and we had to cut both sides of it out to fix the door because it was bowed so bad, you know. Yep. And I always think why didn't I take a picture of this and be like this is what happens when you buy a really shitty pocket door frame. Um Yep. And and I always think I could just show clients that picture and be like, would you rather us take your whole closet apart and your whole master bath apart? 
the fixture pocket door or would you rather pay another thousand dollars yeah which one is it's you know so i mean i get it i get this an expense and they don't understand but you know i actually don't even ask anymore it's just like this is what your pocket door costs yeah <laughs> that's right well yeah, and it's it's tough because i wish they could you know, side by side, the cheaper pocket door track versus one from like HD pocket door or, you know, whatever, um, brand that you pick, it is a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and some homeowners, they may not, like, they don't really care or in others, they'd be like, Oh yeah, that's, I would pay that extra money. Yeah. Yep. I I'd pay it out of my pocket, just not to warranty it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I hope none of my clients are listening to this, but (laughs) take the hds thanks eh? yeah yep. no, yeah <laughs> no i all right casey uh, it's tradition on the show here to do this or that are you familiar with it oh uh, i am all right so we're gonna jump into yes, it i am physical Basically work pocket doors or regular <laughs> <laughs> wow straight to the hard questions <laughs> all right Physical work or mental work? Uh, I, at this point in my life, I tend to enjoy enjoy the physical. All right, good answer. Sweeping or vacuuming? Oh, I, I have to say vacuuming. Sauce on the side or sauce on top? Ooh, depends on the <laughs> sauce. But I'm gonna say it does. I mean, I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy. I know know a lot about food. So it depends, but I'm gonna say sauce on top. There you go. Live on the edge. Know the date of your death or the cause of your death. Oh my gosh! Wow. Just yeah, there, huh? Escalated quickly. Oh, <laughs> uh, God! I'd probably say date. I don't know. Date. I don't know. I think I, I would mean, say that's date. A, that's a good that's one. That's a tough one. Yeah. This is a good one here. Win $25,000 or have your best friend win $100,000. <laughs> what? Jeez, where are you coming up with these questions? <laughs> I just, just things I think about every day. How good's the friend? Oh God! <laughs> I don't know. You don't want to be like you wish the best for people. If I had a really good buddy who won a hundred thousand dollars, I'd I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, twenty five grand. Now, if you said win a hundred grand versus, you might have to change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather talk to animals or be able to speak all human languages? Uh, I would, I would want to speak all human languages. Yeah. Okay. I think we'd all be disappointed if animals could talk. Really. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine what your dog sees. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't have it. I don't have any interest in what my dog has to say to me. <laughs> would you rather be reborn into the past or the future? Oh gosh. I would say the past. The past. Oh. I don't know things. Unlimited nails, yeah. unlimited nails for life, or unlimited saw blades. Ooh, 
Tough one for a trimmer. I'm going to go... I'm going to go unlimited saw blades. Really? <laughs> I could get a nice yeah. expensive... <laughs> FS tool or similar saw blade for life. Like nails are pretty cheap and compare like use a lot more nails. How much? Yeah. I know, but a nice yeah, blade. You, clean sharp cuts. Blades, man. you don't change you those ne- puppies. You never have to clean your blade. Just yeah. pop on a new one. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We might know the answer to this of your earlier comments. Hang twenty pocket doors or install three coffered ceilings over a stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> if I could get the staging set up, if I could get it set up, I would do coffered ceiling. If I could get a platform to work on, you bring all your tools up. It is, but you got to do it three times. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. All right, and this is funny because your comment about loading up the tools, load up your tools in your truck down a 200 foot snow covered driveway or down four flights of stairs. Oh, I would take the stairs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would fall back all day long. And that would, yeah, yeah, I would hurt myself. That does not sound like fun. Well, you could fall down the stairs. That would hurt everybody. Uh, no, that's a good workout. That's a, leg day. I don't yeah. know. He's like, yeah, leg day. day. Like he's I, huge. He just picks up his miter saw like it's like his lunchbox. True, that's true. Yeah, you just take four <laughs> steps it. at a time. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. I'm like struggling with it, carrying it down. <laughs> this is a good one if you think about it. Would you rather have no knees or no elbows? <laughs> wow. God, they keep getting better and better. <laughs> you could you could still hang crown. But you probably couldn't hang base. You know. Can you imagine, yeah, I, can you imagine uh, cutting anything with <laughs> Yeah, let's uh yeah, I want I want elbows. I think you know you know yeah, no knees. No knees. Okay. I agree. Mike had a gummy last night and he came up with all these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. All right. How do you know, Zane? Maybe by the next question. Would you rather have the head your, would you rather have your head be the size of a tennis ball or the size of a watermelon? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, just for my size, I guess I would say watermelon. It's tennis probably the size of a watermelon a already. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it'd be like Beetlejuice. <laughs> tennis ball might look a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's is see that is, is that it? Yeah. Hopefully. Are yeah. you coming up no, with these got... on the fly? <laughs> yeah. It's just just things I think about. Wow, that's something. That is something. <laughs> I think all the I've good won. ones. All the good ones are gone. But... Would you rather be the most famous person in the world or be the richest person in the world? Uh, neither. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I would not, I would only say rich because I would not being famous. That just sounds awful (laughs) to be honest. All right. I got one more. Would you rather always be right or would you rather always get what you want? Jeez. Um, yeah, that's a good one. 
That one's been on my maybe list. Always, maybe always get what I want is what I'm leaning yeah. towards. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Whiskey you know, or beer. I don't care if I'm right if I get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. whiskey, whiskey or beer? <laughs> uh, I would... I would probably say whiskey. Yep. Oh, good man. Yeah. Yep. Are we all whiskey guys? Jamie? Yeah. I'm, I like beer too. Jamie's like, does that have alcohol in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jamie was a white cloud. Yeah. I'm all white cloud. So you mentioned you mentioned uh, Festool. I take it those are your favorite tools. What is your absolute favorite? Um, I don't know. Uh, don't get me wrong. Festool makes some nice tools. Um, I am not brand loyal. I have Festool, Makita, Dewalt, some Milwaukee. Um, but like favorite tool of theirs, uh, I don't know. I. Or anybody doesn't I have, have one to of their, be them. Uh, yeah, even if it's not them, I mean, they have a router, um, like a mid-sized router that uh, is quite nice. All the accessories with it. I mean, you can do a lot of things with that. And dust collection's pretty good, so I'd probably have to say that. Are you uh, a battery tool guy or still a corded tool guy? Uh, I am still corded for the main tools. Miter saw, table saw. Um, but pretty much everything else is cordless and it's just difficult on these new construction sites to get power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll take, uh, manufacturers are coming out with such good cordless tools that, um, I would, I use cordless for a lot. Yeah. I get so frustrated with cordless tools. (laughs) I wasn't really asking you, Casey. I was asking so that Jamie would pipe in. I just can't. (laughs) Admittedly, I'm not on the tools that much, but when I grab a saw and it just runs out of batteries or I can't push it through something, I get so cranky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I have not used a cordless uh, table saw, but I can't imagine that it would be nearly as good as a corded table. I'll take saw. corded all day long. I can't I mean, imagine. Everybody out there will tell me yeah. I'm yeah. upside down on uh, I mean, for like kitchen installs, yeah. um, I hear a lot of people have cordless table saws and they work quite nice. Um, I haven't but used I still, one admittedly, but Yeah, I have I have never had a cordless table saw. I still prefer that being corded. Yeah, so you, yeah. I mean, if I'm you... And I'm doing a kitchen install. I'm getting there. I'm getting there at five thirty in the morning before I'm using a cordless table saw. Taking and I'm time. claiming the power on the job site. Yeah, we're yeah. usually running big footage, <laughs> so if we're ripping stuff on saws. I yeah, want corded. That's what I mean. Yeah, if I'm or I'm going to have thirty batteries. I'm and... taking the saw to the stack, and it's corded. <laughs> if you're climbing through rafters, yep. I guess. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, that's just me. Yeah, I'm old school. I, I agree. I, I, and maybe because I have a cordless. I mean, I'm not on the tools like ever, but I have a cordless circular saw that's a, that's admittedly like 10 years old, but I still hate it because I'm cutting through something and it's like, you know, yep. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> and you're trying to find a battery to fit, you know, I, well, it's, the technology keeps getting better and better. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't, um, I have smaller cordless, uh, circular saws, but like six and a half inch. I'm not right. using seven yeah. and a quarter or sure. 10 inch. Yeah. Like, you know, that's for what I'm doing, uh, cordless has worked very well and you're just not tripping yeah. over things. You're not having to fight for outlets. And then even if you get an outlet, a lot of times yeah, they're, they're on the same breakers, circuit. Yeah. So you could have, you're just blowing breakers. You're and Yeah. But how often are you fight for an outlet? <laughs> I mean, look how big you are. You're like, give me that outlet. <laughs> and they're like, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> Generally, I try not to start off day one <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I mean, from coming from a short guy, I've been short all my life. I would love to have like a month maybe in your body just to bully people. Yeah. But usually big guys are nice, man. <laughs> Yeah, big guys don't have yeah, to bully anybody. You don't have to push, yeah. have to push know, it around too thing. much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want to. I I don't even really need a month. Maybe just a week. Just a week. Just just a, a week. Yeah, just a week to get all this frustration out. You know. Okay. And then all I need to Let's go back into my body is fly on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's set you up That's with it. some stilts. Yeah. Um, if you're five nine, let's just a small set of stilts and we'll go from there. All right. That's I mean, you're going to want your kitchen countertops at at least yep. 40 inches. Yep. Of course. 36 is yep. way too short. Yeah. 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 And all my doors are going to be eight Oh doors. I don't need six, nope. eight doors. I don't need to hit my head on every door. That's right. Are all your doors six or are, are all your doors eight Oh at your house? Oh no. And we just bought a house late last year and they're all six, eight. So when you walk in this house and your wife's like, I love it. And you're like, Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, deep down. Yes. But you just duck. Yes, dear. And yep. you get used to it. Can't we find one with 12 foot ceilings and eight foot doors? That does sound nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I could say I get it, but I don't at all. <laughs> Well, let's touch base after you try this yeah. for a week. Yeah. Um, and I want to yeah. get your input. Yeah. That's we'll have you scribe and base. So <laughs> he's gonna he's he's gonna call up he's gonna call up his drywaller, his taper. He's gonna get those stilts that they wear for taping. Yeah. And you're yeah. gonna wear that wear those for a week. Yeah, but how am I gonna push? You can't take them off. You should have. Can't take them off. We have to find a way to make you actually do that for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram gold. Like following me around with a camera was still saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't get made fun of for my height at all at that point. Like, look at this idiot wearing stilts every day, so he can figure out what it's like to be tall. That's it good is, TV. Yeah, that's I mean, you could put that <laughs> out there. Gold. I'll tell you what. If we ever do a season of TV on, if we do the Level Heads TV show, I'm I'm in for that. Okay, there you go. Let me get you a pair of polka dot pants. Look at this guy from yeah, the circus. I don't know that I, I don't know that Anderson's going to sponsor that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to call HD Pocket Doors I'd now, say. though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Mike? Yeah, Mike. You hear that, a, Mike Christner? Mike's a nice guy. Yep, Mike's a very nice guy. Yeah, makes a good pocket door frame. Yeah. Yep. I'm just checking out your I'm checking out your Instagram, Casey. You got a lot of followers here. How, how long ago did you start your Instagram? A lot of cool work in here. Oh, I 
it's been like seven years, six, seven years. Yeah, you do have a lot of followers. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stairs. I don't even know that I looked at that. So I go back to the I go I, I gotta go back to this real quick. When somebody showed you a circular staircase, had you done even anything remotely close before they showed you that? No. Nope. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then and then he was like, Can you do this? And you're like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I was honest. I told him I, I've never done anything like that, but I would You're ready. like yeah. to try it. And at the at the time, the other, I think he gave that um, another stair guy bit it and just put a, like, didn't really look at the plans, just put a number on it. And you're like, there's no way. That's not enough money at all. Yeah. And I think he just didn't want to do it and just threw a, um, threw a number out there. So, yeah, happy happy it all worked out i thought you were gonna say it was way high and then he yeah. was like no he he I was like, think he really looked at the thousand and you were like well i'll do it for 24 <laughs> no we only say that because he, i don't think he really looked at the plans because it was like way low even though i've never done one i was like there's no way yeah Labor, like you couldn't do it for that cheap like you just didn't really look at this yeah i find things like that hard to like think through if you've never done that before that's why I, I just think it's kind of impressive if you've never done anything like that those details are no it's hard to think through you know what i mean i've never done any of the radius work at yeah. that time um but i bought a few books and read as much as i can like i said i reached out to a couple people on instagram youtube and uh no, I don't think I did any YouTube because I, I didn't really, that. <clears throat> I, at least on YouTube, I don't know who, uh, who I, like, I know guys on Instagram that I trust and mm -hmm. I can ask any question. Like I know they're very talented people. Uh, I'm just not on YouTube that much to like know that if I look up a circular stair, were they already I, framed or did you frame them too? Framed them too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I glued up, uh, it was like a seven or eight ply stringer and just glued it up on site. Um, yeah. I mean, the space was like nine feet by like 14 feet. And then the stair and doing all the cuts, like everything was cut, cut every single different pie shaped tread on site. It was looking back, like I didn't have the shop space. I would have loved to build it off site and get it in there but the company i worked for at the time did not have any shop space and the I, i've only had garage shops to this point and you just don't get that height yeah they're like the radius is seven and you were like what's that mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would say i knew a little bit more than that uh but yeah it's fun to learn and watch these guys that do especially stairs and yeah. specifically like rate, like radius work. It is mm -hmm. very impressive. Yeah. They make it look so easy. And even doing it once, I'm like, that is, yeah. that's quite yeah. difficult. Time consuming too. Yes. Yeah. I, that was my next question. How long did it take you? Um, I mean, it took me, I think from start to finish, I probably had 
six, seven weeks into that. Wow. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a learning, it was a big learning curve for me. And then working in that space was, um, pretty difficult just to, um, get all your tools in there and yep. make these cuts. Sure. So it, and I had no idea. I'm sure like, obviously people do it a lot faster, but for my first time and the end result, I came back a year later to do some punch list stuff at, uh, that house. And it looked uh, exact same as the day that I that left it. Good. Like no cracks, yeah. nothing. And I, that was a huge weight <laughs> off my shoulders. So yeah. many times that's the best way to learn. It's just horse right into it. Yep. And, just do it and you're going to yep. make some mistakes. You just go back and you fix them. And the next, yep. the next time you do it, you're not going to make all those mistakes. That's right. Yep. yep. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's the only way I learn is by making mistakes. Yep. <laughs> Trial by fire. I don't learn by people telling me anything. Yep. No, I mean, people ask, will ask, well, how'd you learn how to do this stuff? And you're like, you make a few expensive mistakes and you'll learn a lot yeah. faster. <laughs> so, You'll learn what to look for on the front end, you know, when you make a few expensive mistakes, for sure. Well, and some of these materials, there's the lead times. You know, one oh of the, gosh. yeah, doing this job, it was probably a year and a half ago. And the very first day, the meet the builder on site. And he was like, make sure you cut, like, double check your cuts because this material Can't takes six it, yeah. months to get. Like it was shipped from overseas. Oh, God. No pressure. Like, He's no like, pressure. okay, super tight. <laughs> yep. Just take a couple deep breaths and good luck. Oh my gosh. What was it? Uh, it was some aluminum track for this um, window system. It, it's hard to explain. I've never seen yeah. anything like it. It was a bunch of U-shaped glass that all Oof. interlocked. That was 10, 12, 12 feet high um, for this modern house. That's so, cool. yeah, that's cool. Six months, huh? Eek. Yeah. It's like dropping a window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think that because somebody did that from a third story today at one of my houses, they dropped a window. Oh, oh you're not kidding. Oh. No, I'm not kidding. There oh. it went. That's that not a good day. No. No one got hurt. No, at, least right? it, at least it didn't hit anybody. Yeah. I hope. I haven't told you that part yet. No, I'm just kidding. It didn't. (laughs) Is that where the no knees or no elbows that came from? That question. That might be no wrists or fingers. I don't know. You can't grip. I don't know. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Fun stuff. See, I told you. It was a good one. You're going to remember that. You're going to think about it. Well, I just got this visual picture of him like walking up and like trying to cut a piece of ground with no elbows. (laughs) Like reaching up with his straight arm, like Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, Casey. This was good. This was funny. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you guys guys having me on. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, right now I am mainly on Instagram. Uh, My wife is trying to talk me into doing YouTube. Um, not quite sure when that is going to start, uh, but yeah, Instagram is at Casey Knips. Yeah, check them out. Does nice stuff. Check them out. It's got some yeah, a lot yes. of cool stuff on here. Yep, and curved stairs. 
and yeah. bears. But he knows how to do them now, so it's good. It's, it's all good. Lots of feelings <laughs> over steps. Lots of stuff like that. That's right. <laughs> Casey, thanks yeah, for thanks coming on. Yeah, thanks uh, for coming on. Appreciate it. It was actually, I had a list of questions, and then when you got into it, and you were like, yeah, well, I moonlighted in the NFL, <laughs> and then this, and I was like, well, all right, well, I don't have any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> uh, no, like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been great yeah, to talk to you. Super interesting guy. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for coming on. Of course. So, yep. Thanks, brother. Nice to meet you. Take it easy, man. See you, man. Have a good night. Sound like a fucking octopus falling out of a tree. You know, you get monkeys if you eat peanuts. Wait, what? <laughs>